Put intro here, jackass. Welcome back to Psychos and Killers. No, it's not. Ah! Let me redo that. And welcome back. Round two. And welcome back to Origins Season 2. Season 2 prologue. It's been four days since Black Rose fell. Yeah. For the astute listener, that is is way less time than Andreas and Alucians. Indeed. So... He fell. Yes, he did. And stopped fighting immediately, and everyone scattered their separate ways. Nobody truly knows why Yahweh punished Black Rose. But, uh, from the power that's been exerted, being forced to keep Black Rose more or less contained, and the power that you've been feeling that even the castle's having a hard time containing his power... Actually seeing aerial combat truly for the first time, mm-hmm. like it's de- it not you know, not just like the true effects, mm-hmm. and it's too much. After your wives, after everything, it's you've come to a conclusion. Would you fill in the audience on your conclusion while I run this? Alright, so first off, I'm going to go straight into just a little bit more in greater detail than what the GMs had. So after a very, very brief recap for everyone who has come to the series thus far, Reynold Visitor, who had only just recently become a vampire and only just recently became a knight at the age of 18 years old. Uh, he got, went through a lot of shit, almost died because of Marlowe and Alucian, I think about three times now, almost. Um, the, the, uh, the grief of losing all three of his wives at once and now having to share head space with a, with a dude who did, he doesn't know anything A narcissistic about. dickhead. A narcissistic dickhead and, uh, Pentor. Mm-hmm. And going through an entire race change from vampire to pharaoh, the curse of the tombs, the pharaohs. Um. Wait, uh. There was one more thing I was going to mention, but it's kind of escaping me right now. Um. I can't think of it, but if we do think of it, we will sidebar it. Sure thing. We will sidebar it when we think of it later. And finally, the all of his. Uh, Lord Black Rose. Lord Black Rose. 
as a knight swore eternal swore to seeing all that in a very short amount of time comparatively to everyone else it kind of it's kind of getting to his head so Reynold Visitor has de has decided that he needs to step away from his position for a while and thus has requested a audience a sabbatical release from uh, his servitude as Black Rose's knight the first he needs to ask that by requesting in person. So, uh, at four days after Black Rose became a fallen angel, I'm now having to go face to face with him. You wake up. A sudden longing hits your heart. Uh, it's time. Yeah. You can feel it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, as you kind of get up and look out the window, it's a beautiful day, but you find no joy whatsoever in what you're looking at. It's just there. Yeah. Um, you walk around your room kind of aimlessly, waiting for the time to, you know, for the most part, pass by. Yeah. And then you hear a knock on the door. It is Lord Dragula. He goes, ah, my friend, I have an astute question and I need another intellectual who is not a bumbling idiot. Uh, I tend to be really good at not being a bumbling idiot. Good, good. A Lucian was driving me up the wall. Lucian drives all of us up the wall. It does look better. Now come with me. And he kind of grabs your wrist and he goes, I think I figured out what those two races were. As he kind of storms through the hallways. What do you mean races? Races. They're not human. They're er, primal. Those... First of all, what the fuck is a primal? And second of all, um... He kind of stops. Wait, don't you know about your... You know what? You'll figure it out. Uh, I mean, Yin Yang told me about that there was a second sort of creation, but she didn't exactly tell me what that sort of creation was bound to. Oh, primals, yes. Come this way. And he kind of abruptly turns around again and continues walking away. I just say... I'll get you the book! <laughs> As he turns into his study. Okay. Well, I'm gonna follow him. As you walk in, you can see he's been going over the archives. Mm -hmm. And he has got two books open, each with similar drawings and outlines of the creatures that you saw. The big, very tall, scary red one, and the Lovecraftian love monster. Yeah, the squid face bitch. Yeah, the Cthulian creep. So you're saying these monsters are actually intelligent people? Oh, not just that. He kind of brings them even closer. They're alien races. The fuck do you mean alien? As in not from this planet. That's impossible. Oh, my... Oh, contrary, my friend. You want to go on a journey? I will bet you my entire life's fortune that I can ruin your mind on our first jump. Hmm, well, my mind's already kind of ruined and out there and scattered all over the multiverse, so let's, why the fuck not? Alright. Plus, well, I would really like, plus, if this, if this shit we've been investigating about other worlds aside from ours is true, I would love to see one for myself. So... He kind of gets closer to you. Mm. 
Imagine. Imagine other worlds. Realms, even. We know about, you know, the underverse and the oververse. Yeah. Heaven and hells. The overworlds. But yes. what about beyond them? That's why I'm Something saying... Something to learn? That's why I'm saying <laughs> I want to come. Like, you forget this about me, but my curiosity is what ki is what kills me. And I kind of just tapped a bracelet that turned me wow. into a pharaoh. You, as you and him are starting, as he starts uh, geeking out with you about, like, about the possibilities, you hear the, do the door to your study slowly creak open. And you feel just a chill. And it's not like a necessary, like it's a cold chill, like... The presence of someone who makes you very not okay. Yeah. I'm going to look at the door. Vieta is standing in the doorway. Her eyes have deep black red patches underneath each one as if she hasn't slept for days. Maybe even months. Yeah. The, so the, you, you can definitely tell the power strain that he is pulling and or pushing out is even beyond... The Supreme herself. Uh, well, um, we're, I'm gonna go off on a little sidebar here about the Supreme herself. As the, in, like, another Supreme of another kind of that is not mine? No, the ultimate Supreme, the head Supreme of everything. Okay, I was not aware that there was a yeah, head Supreme, so. There is a head Supreme. Okay. Now that I, got, I forgot we. we that's something me and uh, Stadigar were talking about. Okay. So it was like a top leader of all the covens, basically. Yes. Alright, I get that. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. When she calls, it's like the wear animal pact. When she calls, when he calls, they must come. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. Just wasn't aware of her existence. So good. Uh, outside of game is obviously in game. I yep. also don't. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, let's. More power than the high. The High Supreme. The High Supreme. Yeah. Well, I'm going to straighten up and say, Hi. Hello, m'lady. You seem to be a bit worse for wear. Oh, quick nap. Firespell is taking over my shift right now. He's surprisingly asking for you. He says something about your request is only denied if you don't come. I figured he'd want to talk but I basically I sent a letter beforehand at, uh, asking if I could go on a vacation but I guess he wants me in person for this shit I would be very careful with your wording she kind of looks at you and like that kind of face like she's there's something off about him yeah. she says that out loud and it's I've seen him worse for wear before, but this is, you'll feel it. Yeah. I'm going to walk, I'm going to walk up next to her and, and for the, and I'm going to let Ray's mask come down a little bit here and say, I choose to always care for you and everybody. I, intend, I don't intend on, on losing that illusion yet. that one more time in case you drown that out. Uh, I'm going to let Raid Mask come down a little bit and I'm going to say I choose my words carefully with everyone. I 
kind of the same here. She looks at you blurrily and just kind of nods like, all right, mm-hmm. and leads you down the pathway. She goes, I'll open the door, but going in is on you. Naturally. She comes to the door, and the door, the door is black. Yeah. Like, it's got black lines and veins that are actual genuinely pulsating with pure energy that are coming from the middle outwards yeah. and she goes uh, like I said <laughs> no you're good I, I, she looks at the door and she goes I can only get you in the rest is on you alright this, this should be a sense getting out mm. she opens she opens her hands and you see this bright beam of white celestial divine magic start to beam from her hands as she aims it very carefully and the door flies open. Go! I ain't running. And if And then the smell hits you. The smell of not just death, but your death. Your imminent Every fiber of your head, from from every neuroptic in your brain going down your spine, you want to get out of this room. Yeah, it is black oh, yeah. in here. Even the stained, the beautiful stained glass cannot be seen, and you know for a fact that it's morning. Yep. So he is producing that much energy that he can blot out the sun. I don't intend on standing in a wheat field all day until I get a success, until I get a plant successor all figured out. So right. Dying right now is not enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then the, the inky blackness almost dissipates and lightens up, and through this black-ish fog, as if someone's going over it with like a paintbrush that's slowly revealing the picture. Mm-hmm. Still foggy. Yep. You can see what happened to the room. Bookshelves are have been lit on fire. Yeah. The beautiful double layers. You cannot walk up and get onto the second landing platform. It's all burnt up. The uh, beautiful pillars are missing giant chunks and seem to be bleeding. And some sort of energy power that just twists at your gut. Yeah. And then you see his eyes. Blisteringly white before flashing red before going back to white. He's sitting very cockily sideways. His massive wings just extending outwards, but they're on fire. And you can see that he's just ignoring all of the pain because they're big blots of blood. They're just oozing off the tips. Yep. And he goes, oh, my friend. The sinister voice kind of... <laughs> come. Sit. And then suddenly... Shut up, dog. Shh, Rosie. <laughs> and then suddenly... A cha- you're in front of him in a chair and he goes I see you wish was past yeah you could say that what do you see when you look upon me 
Now, mind you, I want to point out, you can see his outline, but other than his eyes, mm -hmm. there is no detail to him. He is a genuine shadow. Yeah. Other than the wings. Mm -hmm. I see the mask more than up to. Kind of look, his eyes kind of look down as if thinking, pondering a, a decision. Who will replace you? He kind of looks at his like fingers boredly. I have uh, me and Yin Yang. Me and Yin Yang have Bordeaux's as a vision for a long time now. We have this, and we have decided on a potential on a very. A, a, a newer recruit with some great potential. She is. Uh, from the times when my wives are still leading the covenant, she was. Uh, they looked at her with some regard, and I have to say, seeing her spellcraft myself, she carries a sort of power that is very unusual, even for, even for. Her name is her name is Maya. Hmm. He thinks everything I should know about this Maya. I've never seen her face other than you know, when I was on drugs. Hmm. But then again, I can't really remember a lot of those times. Hmm. It was enjoyable watching you jump oh. attempting to ponders for quite some time staring at you for a minute and he goes you have 50 years no more no less at 50 years and one second I begin my hunt to find you and no power will hide you from me I can use 50 years I would suggest talking to Dracula. He's going on about an expedition to another world. Oh yeah, we've already talked about that. Uh, of course you have. I'm kind of going up Make sure this Maya sees me before you leave. Of course, of course. I'll send... The moment I leave, I'll send her to you. Uh, I'll send her to... Ah, shit, sorry, I'm stuttering. I will send her to you, not a moment Cannot wait. And the tone he says it is, enjoy your trip. Yep. Gives you a un uneasy, like yeah. feeling. And then they'll have to find out what happens on Elmaya's prologue. Thank you for listening to The Eternal Cycle. Have an absolutely wonderful.